and I'm arts editor of the Times Argus and Rutland Herald. Each week I travel the state hearing, watching, enjoying the best Vermont has to offer in the arts. And I try to put it together and deliver it to you. It all culminates with the Vermont Arts section every Saturday in the Times Argus and Rutland Herald. Hello and welcome to Season 3 of Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps, the Vermont Arts Podcast from the Barry Montpelier Times Argus and the Rutland Herald. So Jim Lowe, it seems like we've got some exciting arts events coming up this weekend. We certainly do. And the first one, which is kind of interesting, brings together two rather royal families of music with the head of the Laredo's play Brubeck. And of course, Dave Brubeck is quite famous as one of the great jazz musicians of all time. His son is Chris Brubeck, has had great success also as a jazz musician, but he's also a classical composer. And in 2016, Sharon Isbon, uh, probably the greatest classical guitarist in the world, played his guitar concerto with the Vermont Symphony in Burlington. And so he and Jamie Laredo, who is music director of the Vermont Symphony, met for the first time. Well, he and Chris hit it off so well that they agreed to write a concerto for Jamie and his wife, cellist Sharon Robinson. And we're going to hear that for the first time, the 21st, at the Flynn, but you can read about it Saturday on Vermont Arts. It's got lots of jazz in it, but it's, it's a fully written piece, and it's written specifically for them. So it should be quite interesting. And that sounds like it will be a great introduction for people who actually turn, attend the show on the 21st to read about it a, a few days in advance. Absolutely. But also, just for music lovers to find out about it, Chris talks about his writing and and as a composer, a classical composer, versus being a jazz player. So that's all there, and so that should be fun. Then there's another story also on the front is A Doll's House Part Two, which is this year the most produced play in America. It will be at Northern Stage starting next week. Now, for those who don't know, one of the most famous plays ever written is A Doll's House by Henrik Ibsen. It's a Norwegian play about a woman who was locked into a control, very controlled marriage when her husband ignores her and betrays her as a person. She walks out, and it's called The Door Slam Heard Around the World. Well, this play is a sequel. It's been on Broadway, very successful. Nora comes back 15 years later because she has some issues to solve with her husband and family. And it's part comedy, it's part drama, but it's very intriguing. It's a good play even if you haven't read the Ibsen, but it's a lot more fun if you've read the Ibsen. Now, Northern Stage and White River is producing it. Northern Stage is... Uh, the biggest year-round theater company in Vermont. ¶¶ 
Hi, this is Stacy Harshman of the Sparkle Barn in Wallingford, Vermont. You are listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps, the Vermont Arts Podcast from the Rutland Herald and the Barry Montpelier Times Argus. And will this be uh, the first chance for Vermonters to see this production? Actually, it will be the third. Uh, it has been produced previously by Weston Playhouse and by Vermont Stage. So, but they're all in different areas. But this is also a play, if you see it three different times, you'll probably see three different plays. Okay. It also sounds like, uh, given the national conversation about uh, uh, the relationships between men and women, that this is uh, a little bit of a, of a variation on a classic and also something that's uh, very relevant to modern times. It will very much touch on people's feelings about what's going on. It's, it's quite entertaining. So it looks like there's some uh, events going on, too, as far as uh, art and music in our area this uh, coming up. Well, an odd one is at the Paramount on, on the 20th, the Friday the 20th. It's called the Four Italian Tenors. And these are four Italian men who do not speak English who are going to sing. And they're going to sing everything from the schmaltzy Italian stuff that that they play on commercials to popular opera to pop songs. Uh, but they're basically going to talk to you through their music. Okay, and have the uh, four Italian tenors uh, performed in this area in the past, or are they going to be a new act for people to see? Oh, this is definitely new for Vermont. They've never, as a matter of fact, this is their first American tour. So. Certainly sounds like something very different for people to, to look forward yes, to. Yes, yes. It's a takeoff on, of course, the three tenors, which is when the three world-famous tenors got together at a stadium and made millions. Somehow I don't think they'll make quite as much money here. No. Smaller show, smaller paycheck. And another interesting thing coming up, it has been announced that the singer Francois Clemens from Middlebury College, who is an opera singer but who's also been on television and everything else, but he is a retired teacher at Middlebury College, will receive the Governor's Award for Excellence in the Arts this year. That won't be awarded until October, but the announcement was made this week. And I know that uh, Francois is known to people throughout Vermont. Um, he's, a very, uh, he's a regional favorite for all his involvement in uh, the national and local scenes. And so I think people will really be excited about uh, him receiving this award. Yes, he, he seems to be pretty deserving. And he also seems to be pretty colorful, which makes it all the better. And he's no stranger to the Vermont Arts page in the Rutland Herald and Times Argus. No. Anything else that you can highlight for this weekend for our listeners? Well, in Montpelier, again, going back to the Arts Council, is that... Uh, uh, two art exhibits are at the Arts Council. One in particular, Conduits, which is three Vermont artists uh, of various styles, and it's well worth checking out. And But to finish off the summer, Tom Huntington, and this is our pop musician, music writer, has written a listing called Savoring the Last Sounds of Summer with his recommendations for the next week or so of concerts around the state. And there's some pretty good ones up there. Okay, so it sounds like there's 
no shortage of things to do. The weather is getting a little bit colder, but no shortage of arts to uh, participate in and, and, and enjoy this as we get into fall. Uh, and what has been your experience with, with artists as uh, they reflect on the change of the seasons in Vermont? And I think that's one of the things that people enjoy about living in New England is December is different from August, which is not necessarily the case in all parts of the country, but it's different in Vermont. So It's, it's very different in Vermont. In Vermont, it tends to relate more to the type of performances that there are. Uh, the performers react as any of us would, except that most of the performers want to come up in the summer who come from out of state for obvious reasons, uh, or, of course, foliage. But then you get the ski one, uh, skiers, too. But different times of the year, different types of entertainment are more popular. Um, summer, of course, is outdoor music festivals, indoor music festivals, a lot of theater, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, in the winter, you get the more regular stuff in concert halls and, and, and theaters. But you also get more nightclub entertainment in the ski areas because that's very big in Vermont. Uh, and, and looking at the, uh, the, some of the arts events that are going to be covered this weekend, it uh, looks like there's a combination of uh, seeing some artists that people have uh, known and loved for years and a uh, chance to, um, uh, to maybe discover some new artists, for instance, at the, uh, the Four Italian Tanners or among the cast of A Doll's House Part Two, uh, Maybe people will get to see some new favorites. And uh, with the Brubeck concert and um, uh, with uh, Francois Clemens getting that award, there's some classics as well. There's really something for everyone. You can read about all these wonderful arts events and more in Saturday's Vermont Arts in the Times Argus and the Rutland Herald. Welcome to the second part of our podcast, where I, George Nostrand, podcast engineer, take over the mic to introduce you to local artists for our Works in Progress section. Okay, this is George Nostrand, and I'm here with Morris Smiley, who has just returned to Bristol, Vermont, after many adventures. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about her music that she's working on and the epic Little Folk Festival um, that she's going to be playing um, with some different bands on September 20th. Yeah. Um, so, Maura, uh, why don't you kick things off? I'm going to throw you a curveball. Great. Because I uh, prepped you, and then uh, you just came back from Israel and Palestine, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Why don't we start there? Okay, yeah. Tell me, uh, why did you go why there, and what was that like? Yeah, so I was, I've had a lot of interest over the last few years in music that um, can be shared in places of conflict, you know, and I've worked in refugee camps the last couple summers teaching music 
um, to mostly young people, but also listening to them um, and getting a perspective myself that I would never get just being here in the States. So getting kind of, um, yeah, a perspective about life and music from the people there that we just don't hear on this side of the of the Atlantic. So I was in Palestine working um, a little bit with with musicians that were trying to bring music, both classical music and folk music and um, awareness of traditional music, as well as hip hop and rap and, um, you know, new pop music to kids that aren't getting much else. Um, in Palestine, there's a lot of poverty. And um, there are organizations that are trying to bring music to to these kids that you know, have nothing or have very little. Um, and I'm, yeah, that's in general of interest to me is people that very do cool. that. And how did you first find out about that? I was invited by uh, a friend who's based in the Bay Area to go and work in refugee camps, um, teaching music and buying socks and shoes and doing whatever we could. Uh, and I went and did that and found out that there's this whole uh, way of being a musician that can be bridge building, you know, in tiny, tiny ways. And uh, and I just wanted to do that wherever I could in between gigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of started a few years ago uh, working with the Expressive Arts Refuge organization. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. And um, you've recently come back to Vermont. You're in Bristol now. Um, you grew up here. I grew up here, yeah. You know how to bale and throw hay, I just found out. <laughs> so that, that makes you legit, right? Do you I know. know how to do maple sugaring, too? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I full-on, I had the full-on Vermont there you go, full-on experience. childhood. Excellent. Yes. And uh, before here, you were in L.A.? How long were you? So I was in California for about 20 years. Oh. And, um, yeah, for the last... While I've also been mostly nomadic and so uh, and touring with lots of different bands, which I love, but I also figured it would be really gorgeous to be back mm-hmm. around my family mm-hmm. here and um, when I'm not on tour mm-hmm. to be to be here in Vermont. Great. And we were we were joking about pronunciation before we went on the air here, so to speak. And I've already forgotten how to pronounce the oh, band that you're performing with. So. Easily done, easily done. <laughs> Who is this uh, this other act that you're with? So this band, um, it's it's a quartet, some often a quintet, but a quartet coming here um, that I met in California. They're called Sphere, and um, it looks like Sphere, S V E R, and they're an incredible band. Two fiddles guitar and drums um and they do traditional folk dance music and um and you know fiddle driven traditional music from norway and sweden but they also do very much their own thing a new thing and so the sound is this really exciting sparky electric um sound that's original music and traditional music put together cool very cool yeah. So, and we like to collaborate and we write songs together and um we keep on we keep that up across the last 3 years. We've done a few um collaborations and songwriting retreats together. Great. 
And you have a, a couple local acts that are also yeah. performing with you? Yeah. Really excited to have um, Nate Gusagoff is uh, going to open up the whole show and um, and also run a little bit of a session afterward, afterwards with some tunes. So it's going to have this festival feeling of music going on in all the corners. Also, um, we just we're pretty sure that Hadley Stockwell is going to be playing fiddle. Um, I'm going to ask a, a dance instructor, somebody that can show people how to do just a couple of these dances like a polska um, or a hambo um, so that people who want to can can move around and um, dance together. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really fun. There's also going to be a food truck um, at Turturel. So it'll be indoors and outdoors. Hi, this is Stacey Harshman of the Sparkle Barn in Wallingford, Vermont. You are listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps, the Vermont Arts Podcast from the Rutland Herald and the Barry Montpelier Times Argus. And tell me a little about Tutorel, because I'm not really familiar with that. Yeah, Turturel is a wonderful inn and restaurant, and they are right on Route 7, like on your way out of Middlebury, headed up to Virgin's. They're um, just perched up on a hill in this really beautiful little valley. Um, and they, yeah, they are, a, a, a couple runs it, um, and they, he's a cook, he's a chef, and um she keeps the inn, and it's just a cool family-run business. But they have a beautiful barn mm. that they use for weddings and stuff like that. So they love to have live music whenever they can. So is this the first year you've done this particular folk fest? It is, and I'm hoping nice. that it'll be more often. And did you approach them with the idea, or how did you find the I, site? Kind of I thing? did. I she um, Christine who is the owner of Turturel, um, has come to me over the years and said, will you do some shows? And so I've done, I think, a couple of shows there, at least one o- over the over the last couple of years. So, yeah. And then also, I just want to do more events here, you know. I'm also going to organize um, a thing that I'm calling working title is The Big Sing for next summer where I get, like, 500 singers or as many singers as I can to come and sing together for a day. So I'm hoping to make things like this happen um, as much as I can. Keep me back Great. here. Great. And tell me a little bit about your music, maybe some of what your influences are or what kind of styles you're playing yeah. these days. Or That's a good question. So I definitely grew up in this um, very voice-based, voice-focused music and um that came out of I was a classical pianist but at the same time I was singing this old music with my parents and with a group that's based over in the northeast kingdom called village harmony or northern harmony um and it's sort of a you know a really cool and weird bunch of music you know (laughs) um so you're finding interesting polyphonic so many voices singing together um music from various parts of the world and and uh and I come from that for sure and then layered on top of that is my 
love of writing music and um, and my travels uh, collecting songs. So I would say I'm grounded in classical music for sure um, and kind of have that approach. I'm also a choral composer. And then so I guess influences from somebody like Meredith Monk or Eric Whitaker or Bobby McFerrin. Those are, you know, vocal heroes to me. Um, and then more from the folk side of things, I'm I'm into. Well, I mean, I for me the band Sphere is a really inspiring band. Um, fiddles and drums, anything with like really interesting percussive elements is is um, up my alley um, and I like to bring in into my own stuff I like to bring in physical stuff like body percussion um, ways of making movement and and rhythm um, just with your own body um, that's often what it comes back down to is that I want to make my own body the instrument so singing and making percussion with just that is um, my favorite thing to do Cool. Could we get you to give an example of that? Yeah. Um, let's see. So I think I have this, I have an arrangement of an old ballad that's called The Devil's Nine Questions. And um, yeah, I'll do a little bit of it for you here. You must answer my questions nine. Sing 99 and 90. Or you're not God, you're one of mine, and you were the weaver's bonny. What is whiter than the milk? Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And what is softer than the silk? And you were the weaver's bonny. Snow is whiter than the milk. Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And down is softer than the silk, and I am the weaver's bunny. What is louder than a horn? Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And what is sharper than a thorn? And you are the weaver's bunny. A thunder is louder than a horn. Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And death is sharper than a thorn, and I am the weaver's bunny. And what's higher than a tree? Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And what is deeper than the sea? And you are the weaver's bunny. Well, heaven is higher than a tree. Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And hell is deeper than the sea. And I am the weaver's bunny. And what's more innocent than a lamb? Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And what is meaner than womankind? And you are the weaver's bunny. Ah, babes, more innocent than a lamb. Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And the devil is meaner than womankind. And I am the weaver's bunny. You have answered my questions, nine. Sing ninety-nine and ninety. And you are gods, you're none of mine. And you are the weaver's bunny. Huh.
So this is called the Epic Little Folk Fest because Sphere um, calls their music Epic Scandinavian Folk, which is <laughs> kind of tongue-in-cheek but also kind of true um, because they make a really big sound. So um, I thought when I, when I said to them, I'll do something with you in my hometown, which is a very small place, um, I thought it would be kind of fun to combine this idea of epicness with this yeah we're just a rural place and actually this relates to them and their background too they all grew up or most of them grew up in very small towns also and so we share this big love for old music you know because sometimes it's like very powerful um makes you dance has such unusual harmonies it's like the most surprising music sometimes um and then when you get five or six musicians together you can who've been steeped in this old music you can make completely new music that doesn't sound like anything else so that's i love i love that and i think that that's what we're trying to do at the epic little folk fest Great. And can you just give me the details again, the date, time, location, and stuff like that, just so we get all that down? Yeah. So um, on September 20th, Friday, September 20th, there's the Epic Little Folk Fest at the Turturel Restaurant Inn. You can find tickets at epiclittlefolkfest.bpt, that's uh, brownpapertickets.me, and it's at 7.30 p.m., we have a wonderful opening act of Nate Gusikoff and a food truck and Hadley Stockwell and friends from Young Traditions Vermont will be playing fiddle and tunes throughout the night um, between the big sets on stage. Um, it's just going to be a great night. Hopefully also some dancing. You can learn some folk dancing or just dance on your own. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, come join us on September 20th, 2019. Great. And uh, you're you're kind of in a multi-instrumentalist, right? And mm, yeah. You have a banjo with you today. I do, right? yep. Um, can we get you to play a couple songs uh, on the banjo? Yeah. Um, Thanks for asking. Um, sure. I'll Maybe I can play a couple and you can choose. Okay. <laughs> and if people want to hear Severe, can they... Find them on YouTube or SoundCloud or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, you can find them on all the okay. on the portals of music, Spotify and YouTube. And you can see actually a lot of our concerts together also on YouTube. So you can see how we what we sound like together. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you for having me, George. Thanks. Hi, I'm Maura Smiley, and I'm going to sing you a song that I wrote called Wise Man. And this is off of my newest solo album uh, that's called Unzip the Horizon. So here's Wise Man. What makes us wise? God gave the wise man a long gray beard Told him to walk on the land Wise man, he comes with a golden tongue and a question in each hand. Oh, the wise man, he 
comes with a golden tongue and a question in each hand. Why must I wear a long grey beard? Why must I walk on the land when all my life I was penniless and poor? Troubles I could barely stand And when all my life I was penniless and poor Troubles I could barely stand Was it my youth that kept away Was it my love for my wife and child who now in the earth do lay? Was it my love for wife and child who now in the earth do lay? Nothing in the world did I fear Though she is gone, her spirit lingers on And is with me as I travel here Though she is gone, her spirit lingers on And is with me as I travel Hi, I'm Rob Mitchell of the Rutland Herald. Thank you for listening to Major Prelude and Minor Mishaps, brought to you by the Rutland Herald and the Barry Montpelier Times Argus.